You're listening to the 2M Football Show with Mike and Matt. Hey everyone, 2M Football here, the inaugural episode. Uh, this is Mike speaking. Also here. And it's Matt. Hey Matt. Hey. So yep, I'm Mike, he's Matt, and we are 2M Football. Indeed, indeed. Former YouTube show, now a podcast. Uh, we we love football. We are lifelong football fans. And uh, this is just a quick intro episode where we're going to talk a little bit about ourselves, uh, talk a little bit about what we're going to be covering on the show each week throughout the season, and just uh, start to get to know each other a bit and what you can expect uh, from this podcast this season. Yep, absolutely. Uh, you know, if you don't mind, I'll kick it off. Go ahead. I uh, I know, you know, one of the reasons we talk football is because we love football. But, you know, everyone usually has that defining moment or that explicit time that, like, captivated them. Like, I grew up from a young age with my grandfather watching football every Sunday, but I wasn't necessarily into it. Like, I didn't grab it. I didn't understand what the big deal was. And that all changed in 2000, the 2002 season, capping with the – Tampa Bay Buccaneers facing off against the Oakland Raiders in Super Bowl 37 or 38, I believe it was. And I don't know what about that moment was, but I remember sitting there and watching the energy that John Gruden had on the sideline, mm-hmm. learning later that that whole game was about sticking it to Oakland because apparently they had traded him. And watching the confetti fall and just, I don't know, maybe it's because I was like pirates growing up too. And like the first time I sat and watched the whole Super Bowl, you know, because my grandfather didn't believe in bedtimes. It was just that defining moment that I was like, this is really cool. And it was since that time, like I, for a while, I was just a big Buccaneers fan because that's what got me hooked into football. Yep. Yep. And then. Years went by, and then I met this this random dude in high school. His name was Mike. You guys may know of him. <laughs> if not, you will soon. Yeah. Oh, boy, are you. <laughs> um, and we began talking, and we found out that football was a common denominator. At that time, the only common denominator. Well, and, that, um, and that and marching band. We were very cool in high school. <laughs> we were We were studs, not going to lie. I think you sat next to me because I was second to last chair and, and you were last chair or maybe vice versa. <laughs> All I know was we were too lazy to sit in our assigned seats. Yep. <laughs> and, and I remember the moment you gave me the look when I stole first part from the first part people. Mm-hmm. I was like, we're playing this. And you're like, <laughs> can we do that? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, but I'm gonna. Like, ah, it's saxophone. Nobody can hear us or cares anyway. <laughs> That was it. And that began and continues on almost mm-hmm. too long, a decade. And we haven't killed each other, which I'm impressed by. I'm impressed by that too. And then, yeah. And then if you're done, I'll go into mine because that kind of my intro, because that sort of leads in. I'm pretty sure that first day that you sat down, I was wearing a Packers jersey, which was probably a little surprising given that we live near the city of Chicago. And it was uh, a Brett Favre one too, if I'm not mistaken. I think it probably was. Yeah. And, and that has a little bit of a story behind it, too, that ties into my introduction to the game of football. 
And it was, I think it was about five years old. So it started pretty young because it was the 1997 season or maybe the year after that when the Packers led by, you know, MVP uh, quarterback, Brett Favre, Hall of Famer, I believe. Yes. I've heard of him. him. And and I was sitting with my dad. We're watching football and I wanted to get into it. And I'm like, hey, dad, what's a good football team? And, you know, just to set the stage a little bit, he's a Bears fan. He hates the Packers. He hates pretty much every team besides the Bears. (laughs) But he told me, it's like, well, the Packers won the Super Bowl last year, so they're pretty good. And that's it. That was the end of, that was the beginning and and the end of it. I'm I'm a Packers fan for life now. Brett Favre was their quarterback when I started, uh, when I started watching. And he's, to this day, I think is probably my, my favorite NFL player to, to watch based on, based on his on the field, uh, you know, charisma, his, his skill set. You know, yeah, we'll I'm not, go with charisma. I'm not one to argue that. I'll, I'm not going to try to convince anyone that he was a great quarterback. Or you know, as a Packers fan, of course, the Rodgers Favre debates rage all the time. Rodgers is better. I don't think there's a real argument to be made against that. Rodgers is by far more accurate. Yeah, there was just something not- fun about the way Favre just threw it up there and. It was either going to be a touchdown or an interception, oftentimes, and, and a lot of, and it was about fifty-fifty. It was, it, it at least made it interesting every time the football left his hand. Yeah, for sure. I and do have to give Favre mass credit though for the no-look pass. <laughs> sure. Before Patrick, you know, Patrick Mahomes was a two-year-old when Favre first did that. <laughs> don't fact check that. I don't know if that's correct. Um, but anyway, it was. I like Favre. To the point where he retired and came back and joined the Vikings. I was a Vikings fan that season. I have a Brett Favre's Viking jersey. <laughs> and I was crushed when the first year when they were actually good. And he threw that playoff interception to Tracy Porter. And I just remember him sitting on the field with his head in his hands. And, and I was doing the same thing on my <laughs> living room uh, couch. So, uh, yeah. I just went on a really long tangent there about Brett Favre. I feel like that's going to be another theme of the show. I think uh, <laughs> if anyone, if there's one thing I have to say about Mike and football is for all the listeners, he will find a will and a way to pull the conversation back to Brett Favre without a doubt. <laughs> there's, there's always a way. So hopefully that's some people's cup of tea. I know it won't be many. So I'll do what I can to tamp that down a little bit. Well, somebody's needing to need a cup of something and maybe more than tea. <laughs> so All why right. us? Mike? Oh yeah, go for it. So why us? Why should people listen to us? Well, we are not. We're not here to to do weekly recaps of everything. We're not here to be clickbait or or you know, say controversial stuff to get you to listen. We are diehard football fans that just want to talk football. And that's why our, our tagline has been since we are YouTube days and will continue to be as long as the two name exists is we are real football by real fans. In this case, real football talk by real fans, but you can't just talk the talk. Where do we get our information is a key thing. We don't just wake up and decide, you know what, this is my opinion on the Cowboys today, or I feel this way about the Kansas City Chiefs today. We use reliable information to get all of our numbers, our data, our research. 
a handful of things. We use ourlads.com. That's where we get our depth chart and roster updates so we can constantly see starters, backups, who's the fourth string tight end, um, where teams could be lacking potentially. The most well-known is profantasyfootball.com for fantasy, not only fantasy stats for our personal selves and about players we talk about, but also individual player stats. You know, as my, what was what was their rating last year? Where did they finish amongst, you know, tight ends or wide receivers? Pro Football Reference is where we get our general team and player information. That way, we can go back multiple years. Um, players that have bounced around the league, like Nick Foles, we can kind of see how they did in different systems with different coaches to kind of get an idea of what to predict that they're going to do this year. The most well-known and obviously ESPN for sports news. And that's actually, if I'm correct, Mike, where that hosts our fantasy football league. Yeah, that's true. We are in a season-long league together. And as we'll get into a little bit later, we also do a head-to-head a weekly fan duel contest. But I want to hear more about ESPN. Is that like an up-and-coming <laughs> yeah you know what i it's i think this is going to be hot mike i think it's going to be hot i i <laughs> you heard it new, here yeah you heard it here first yeah absolutely um i'm going to check the mailbox weekly for cease and desist letters now <laughs> check it today um, you already have one from me i Stop calling <laughs> uh, you know what bring it my lawyers versus yours our weekly legal battles on top of our head-to-head duels. Just more stuff to update the listeners on. <laughs> um, film study, game studies, watching footage. There is a clear-cut winner in the game NFL Game Pass. I love the coaches' film aspect. It get, I didn't really use it a ton at first because there's no commentary. And then I realized just how important what they use it for is. And it's very similar, if not the exact same way that actual coaching staff uses to study film. We just, I just don't have a cool device to slow it down and fast forward and circle players. Right. Cause when you um, watch the, the television broadcast again, that's focused on really a very small part of the field and, and only a few of the players, it, you know, it centers on who has the ball, of course, but there's so much going on that you can see in that, that all 22 um, full field look where you can really tell oh, how did this receiver get wide open? Who missed that block downfield? You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Well, and yeah, and it's, um, it's really cool to watch routes develop too. Like, especially when like when you remember in the game where the quarterback got the pocket collapses and he's kind of running around like a Russell Wilson instance, yeah. how the receivers respond to when they look back, all of a sudden their quarterbacks running around and routes don't matter at that point. It's coming back and yet an open. Yep. And it's really cool to see how they use a combination of quarterback magic, if you will, with the receiver's sort of sense of somebody's in trouble to break the coverage and attempt to complete the pass. But, yep, lots of hours we've spent watching that. Um, and it never gets old, surprisingly. Oh, no, lots of many hours to come, too. And it's, yeah, it's fun. It's like we study football or something part-time. <laughs> right. This is not our day jobs, but uh, we both love it. So we, we put in the time. <laughs> maybe one day, maybe one day. Maybe when this ESPN thing takes off, we'll, <laughs> we can get <laughs> yeah. my call. 
Uh, and then one of the one of the more interesting ones. I've never been a big numbers guy, but it is interesting to see, especially during the offseason free agency moves and re-signing, is over the cap for salary and contract information. I don't like numbers. I don't like math. But it's really interesting to see the breakdown of what, say, Kirk Cousins over his new three-year deal with Minnesota equates mm-hmm. to each year and what the guarantees are and and what the dead money cap would be if he decides to opt out in 2021. It's, it's really interesting right. to see, like, where the negotiating wanna, power comes yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. Or if a team would want to cut a player, what that would cost them and and – positional breakdowns you know who's who's the highest paid tight end i don't know off the top of my head but that's uh where austin Hooper for the cleveland all browns right. is now the now the highest paid tight end all right see maybe but if, when we've got a mat we don't need this website <laughs> yeah, well yeah that's right take it over the cap how about over the mat that was terrible <laughs> i like it <laughs> um but yeah that those are those are the things that we use for uh for all of our information, all of our resources, we try to fact check as much as possible before making claims. But that at the end, we, <laughs> at the end, it's just, you know, football fans and their opinions. Like that's what we're about. We, you know, real talk, not overly technical, but just lots of fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, and as you guys were all here and I, we kind of touched on earlier, our opinions and our football beliefs and our, our, our fan favorites and players who we've stuck through thick and thin with is backed by over a decade of being close friends. Yeah. So if you hear, if it sounds like the smack talk is getting a little intense, <laughs> I guarantee it's been worse off, off camera, off. <laughs> so we're getting, no, no, no one gets offended here. <laughs> we're, Should we re- we will never release. I cry our... in the closet every night. What? I good. I'm glad <laughs> because it's not even preseason, which turns out breaking news there oh. will not be a preseason. Yeah, look at that. Some content for the show. <laughs> um, but yeah, just we will never release our phone transcripts of our messages. <laughs> so if you think what you hear is bad, it does get worse. Um, but it's just it's. It's what football does to us. Right. We're not like this. We're not like this throughout the whole rest of the year. And then football season comes and it's like boxing gloves go on. <laughs> that's exactly right. And that's the fun of it, right? That's the fun of being a fan, picking a team, taking a stand on an opinion or a, a player or whatever, and then just verbally duking it out with someone who doesn't agree with you. <laughs> yeah, like Mark Marinetti. <laughs> you mean Mark Mariani? Yeah, that's a deep cut. <laughs> to the YouTube channel days, but one that I'll never let Matt live down. Um, oh, there's others. There's yeah, it's not the only one, and we'll work them into the show probably throughout the season. I, I do not do not doubt you will bring them up, if only to infuriate me. <laughs> that that would be the only reason. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you're going to hear a lot of that sort of thing uh, in the show. But like Matt uh, mentioned earlier, this isn't this isn't just like a weekly recap show of what happened in the league at large, or you know who won, who lost, who had the most whatever uh, points, passing yards. We're what we're going to be doing is it is going to be a weekly show, of course, based on 
the things that happen in the Sunday games and the Thursday and Monday night games. But uh, rather than following specific teams necessarily or like the the shape of the league as a whole, what we've done is uh, Matt and myself have each picked 16 players, individual players, uh, one offense and one defensive player from each division in the league that we think has a compelling personal storyline this season. It's an important year for them for some reason, either there. For instance, I decided to choose uh, of the Cleveland Browns, Miles Garrett, who just recently signed a massive contract. Hmm. And it was going to be, you know, what's he going to do this year? What intrigued me about him was last year, the big suspension in the Steelers game. Yeah. And then they turned around and paid him big money which says right. the defense is built around Miles Garrett. Yeah. So instead of following the whole Cleveland team, I've elected to focus and watch each week Miles Garrett and what he does and kind of rate him. Yep. And we'll introduce all our player picks. That's a good uh, teaser for it. Matt. We'll introduce all our player picks in a future show. But yeah, maybe it's someone who just got a new contract that now they need to live up to. Maybe it's someone at the end of their rookie deal that they're trying to get either a 50-year option or a longer Or an exciting draft pick. Yeah, or a a rookie who's looking to make a big impact. So uh, for whatever the reason... I'll go down the lines. (laughs) You're going to have to tune in next week to find out what what Matt just said and why. I don't don't know what I just said. I don't know what you say half the time because I'm not listening. That sounds about right. (laughs) That's something we'll do, and then each week we'll we'll recap the most notable of these players that we've selected who had a big week or a down week. Uh, and then in addition to that, we've uh, made our our divisional picks to win each division, which of course everyone does. Uh, we've also each picked uh, two sleeper teams, one from each conference that could be a postseason uh, sleeper. So we'll discuss and debate those as well. Um, and again, that'll be something we follow throughout the season. Like, let's say I picked the Lions and they start out 0-4 on their way to maybe another 0-16 year. Then, you know, things would get tougher. Their path to the playoffs gets tougher. And if, if that's a teaser, if that if that is indeed a <laughs> teaser, my blood's already started to boil. And then, like everyone else these days, we are heavily invested in fantasy football. And oh, so you're just going to ignore that comment? Okay. <laughs> I That falls into the half you were saying that I didn't listen to it. <laughs> um, yes fantasy football the, fantasy football the so we're, we're bane in of my existence <laughs> up until now um but yeah we're in a season-long league together and we also do a head-to-head weekly fan duel so as it's relevant we will sprinkle that into our weekly conversations as well uh, i am not going cleveland this year <laughs> Okay. Just saying. Good to know. They're going to be cheap in FanDuel, <laughs> except for Nick Chubb. But uh, yeah, we'll have. We're going to see if we can get other people from our season-long league in here to, to chat. Other guests as they uh, come available, and that'll be about it. It will be a weekly show during the season, recapping these specific things um, that we're tracking, and just just fun you know fun recap and discussion debate we try to stay away from you know 
you know, like I said, I could we clickbait, you know, saying controversial things just to say them. Mm-hmm. You know, anything we, we say, we generally have at some level of firm belief behind. And it's meant to be debated amongst you guys and amongst ourselves. You know, by no means are we professional analysts, although after this we may as well be. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's all about the sport and the love of the sport and anyone who's a true fan of something this is what we enjoy so we're hoping that's what you're going to enjoy yep um in terms of bonuses we came up with a few cool ideas i think you guys are really going to get into um occasionally mike and i will have a very big disagreement on something if it involves the lions it's going to be more than just a big thing (laughs) Um, but we came up with this really cool idea. Well, it was a hybrid. Mike thought of it, and I kind of helped tweak it into what we call Jello bets. Now, Mike, yes, what in tarnation is a Jello bet? <laughs> uh, yeah, so Jello bet is going to be whenever we do have a disagreement like that. If we feel strongly enough about it, we can make a Jello bet with each other, and in which case, the loser of that bet asked to have their will have their face violently shoved into a plate full of jello and then have to eat it and this will of course be filmed and put on our youtube page how exciting now does the loser pick i hope you this winner pick the flavor then i hope you like jello um yeah let's say winner picks the flavor well let let's say i do like jello as of now <laughs> you won't by the end of the season <laughs> i don't know what you're insinuating you're saying i'm gonna lose a lot of these bets is that what I was insinuating? I didn't mean to imply anything. Uh, I, I tend to only want to bet when the odds are forever in my favor. <laughs> when you think they're in your favor anyway. Well, of course, yeah. I mean, if they're in your favor, I'm not going to put a bet down. That would just be foolish. Well, I'm just saying you're going to be wrong most of the time. Oh, wow. That's, that's right. I said it. And then maybe we'll tally up the bets and do something special at the end of the year for whoever whoever lost Loser gets thrown into a vat of piranhas or something <laughs> yeah yeah something like that i'll just i'll just pull out my vat of piranhas and you can jump in there <laughs> i'll test the waters for you okay um and then we'll be hosting applications for the other half of them yep because we'll need a new one and for extras, we really decided that, you know, on top of revitalizing our old YouTube channel, which you can still find, by the way, and is still up so you can kind of see the glory days of where we kind of started from <laughs> our, our uh, ancient catalog. We, um, we decided to open up a link for a Patreon with really cool extras. So, for instance, Q&A episodes um, for the Patreon supporters where... We'll, you know, you'll submit your email address, we'll email you a form to fill out, and then we'll answer some of your guys' questions and potentially, you know, have guests join a call with us where they can ask questions. Um, it's kind of like to to have you guys initiate some football talk as well. Like, do you think Hunter Henry or Nick Boyle will have a bigger year? Or it was Austin Hooper worth becoming the lead, you know, highest paid tight end mm-hmm. for Cleveland, you know, those types of things to kind of spark more debate and get you guys involved into the show as well. 
Yeah, exactly. Anything, any extra things that we want to discuss that generate even more talk that outside of the specific things that we've outlined that we'll be covering on the main show. We could also do things like, uh, you know, if, if we get enough people in there, we could just do a private Facebook group or something like that just for the supporters or even a, a, an extra. If you feel like adding another fantasy league to your docket there, Matt, we could even have a 2M fantasy league for the support, you know, for the Patreon supporters. So we'll. Yeah, because, you know, the first, the first league long, year long league that we do goes so well for me. I didn't want to uh, completely drag you under the bus here, but uh, yeah, that's. Well, I'm more than willing that I have had two terrible seasons. And I just want to point out last year was not my fault. (laughs) Last year was not no fault of me trying. Oh, you definitely tried. I think you had the most transactions. I better have because (laughs) I was out of budget money by week four. (laughs) But yeah, I think, uh, yeah. Anything else you wanted to say today in this intro? I think we've, Done a good I job. I think we've recapped it all. I mean, we show. can't give away too much now. Got to leave right. more. Got to leave the viewers wanting more. Got to tune in. Got to subscribe and tune in uh, next week. We've got the YouTube page. We've got a, a Twitter handle uh, at two m underscore show on Twitter. So those are the ways uh, you can reach out for now. Absolutely. Yep. The view uh, almost most social medias we have. You just Google two m football and you should see our logo pop up. Um, same thing on Patreon. If you guys feel like being generous, it's not required. We're not asking. It's just if you feel like it, check us out on there. And yep, I think that's Mike has it. no more. I think I've got no more. So uh, I think we'll see you guys next time. Talk to you soon. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode of the 2M Football Show with Mike and Matt. Please subscribe to be aware of our future podcasts. Follow us at social media at 2M Football Show. If you feel like donating to help out the show, follow us and check out our Patreon. We'll see you in the next episode.